0: Captain Grappenreid stood at the head of his company. The regiment was not engaged. It formed a part of the front line of battle, which stretched away to the right with a visible length of nearly two miles, through the open ground. The left flank was veiled by woods. To the right also the line was lost to sight, but it extended many miles. A hundred yards in the rear was a second line. Behind this, the reserve brigades and divisions in column. Batteries of artillery occupied the spaces between and crowned the low hills. Groups of horsemen, generals with their staffs and escorts, and field officers of regiments behind the colors, broke the regularity of the lines and columns. Numbers of these figures of interest had field glasses at their eyes and sat motionless, stolidly scanning the country in front. Others came and went at a slow canter bearing orders. There were squads of stretcher-bearers, ambulances, wagon-trains with ammunition, and officers, servants in rear of all, of all that was visible, for still in rear of these, along the roads extended for many miles all that vast multitude of non-combatants, who with their various impedimenta are assigned to the inglorious but important duty of supplying the fighters many needs. An army in line of battle awaiting attack or prepared to deliver it presents strange contrasts. At the front are precision, formality, fixity, and silence. Toward the rear, these characteristics are less and less conspicuous. Finally, in point of space, are lost altogether in confusion, motion, and noise. The homogeneous becomes heterogeneous. Definition is lacking. Repose is replaced by an apparently purposeless activity. Harmony vanishes in hubbub form in disorder